Well, hey, welcome once again to In the Growth Space, where we discover new ways to grow our business, grow our teams, and grow ourselves. I'm your host and growth coach, David McGlennon. You know, each week I've been having some great discussions with leaders and authors and, and people that, that really have great stories of growth, and I've been learning from them. I've been learning so much from these conversations, and, and I really hope that you are too. And if you are, could you do me two small favors? Could you just go out and give us a five-star rating and write a review about what you think of the podcast? You know, it would really mean a lot to me so that we can continue to reach more people. Now, I've been able to get some time with some amazing people, and I, I have some really good conversations coming up as well over the next few weeks. I've got people like Mike Kim, Matt McWilliams, Melanie Texador, Nikkei Anani from Africa, and you don't want to miss these, so be sure to go out and subscribe. Now, on today's episode, I'm talking with a business owner who really knows how to grow a company. He's the fourth child of Vietnamese immigrants to Canada. John Vong is very familiar with hard work. He was born and raised in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, and he worked from a young age to help his family while also having some pocket money to have some fun too. Now, John started his own SEO company, your search engine optimization company, six years ago in Toronto, Canada, after working in the corporate world for many years. We talk about personally growing and learning as one of the keys to being a successful business leader, as well as we talk about delegation and, and growing your team and, and being very intentional with your company culture. And that's my favorite. It's, it's a wide ranging conversation. So let's go ahead and just get into that right now. Well, John, welcome to the podcast. Really excited to have you here today. Well, thank you. Uh, I'm honored and it's going to be a lot of fun, David. Thanks for having me and excited to share some insights with you and your audience members. Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk a little bit. Let's talk about your story because I, I, I remember when we first talked, your story is so intriguing and interesting, especially as it relates to your own personal growth. Tell us a little bit about your story. Yeah, maybe I'll, I'll go all the way back. Like, Parents came from Vietnam, left the war, and uh, I was born uh, a couple weeks later here in Canada, so an hour away from Toronto. And it was a great, uh, for me, it was normal upbringing, um, yeah. fourth child. And for us, we had each other. We had shelter, we had food, we lived in government housing. However, now that I look at it, we never really had birthday parties. We never had sleepovers. We never really traveled outside of Toronto once a year because we had this free pass of a festival called CNE that my parents got because of government housing, right? They didn't okay. have a lot of funds. So for me, that was what we look forward to once a year. That was our annual event. But we were great in terms of being able to live in the Western world and society and being brought up with you know, the same access and tools and resources that everyone else has, education, and you can do the most if you're willing to put in the time, effort, and persevere, right, with grit. Yeah, so yeah, what we yeah. did was, you know, myself, I, I started working very young, nine years old, newspaper, had 20 jobs before I went to university college. Oh I gosh. worked a lot, right? And I was ultra curious because me, not having a lot, I had a lot of free time. I was trying to dream of a car, dream of a vacation, a plane ride, all these things <laughs> I've never had, right? Experience. Yeah. So growing up, that, that was my upbringing. I went to university for business finance and 
open myself up for opportunities, right? Understanding mm-hmm. there's a lot of other people outside my little circle. And then when I first got into the business world of um, getting my first job, it was really in advertising sales. I uh, was in advertising sales for 10 years. Okay. Uh, and I, I learned from the greatest, Zig Ziglar's Brian Tracy, yeah. all, all the Napoleon Hill, all the ones that inspired me at that time by absorbing audio tape books. And of course, I was in it, right? I was mm-hmm. working every day, getting better, showing up early, leaving late, doing things that I needed to do to refine my skill set in the best abilities that I can humanly do so that eventually I'd get a car and a home and all these things I've always dreamt of. So during that course of 10 years, I uh, dabbled in traditional advertising, then online performance-based advertising sales, and then I worked at directory advertising sales. And if listeners don't remember Yellow Pages Group, (laughs) I, I was there for five years in the sales realm. And it was one of the best sales experiences because they had the, it was the only unionized sales force in Canada at that time. And there were 2000 sales reps across Canada. The training was one year probation. Wow. And it was a seven week intensive onboarding process. So you got the cream of the crop sales training, just like how IBM was the best sales training back 20 years ago. Right. Mm -hmm. And at that time I learned a lot from the best sales reps I felt in Canada. Mm. And I was a part of that whole experience and learning from one of the greatest, you know, that whole system that yeah. they built. You do it for five years. It really taught me how to grow and be a great salesperson, but also like human, right? Yeah. I met thousands of business owners over the course of those years. And all these meetings I had were successful in my eyes business owners that understood what it meant to live a fulfilled life Mm, and what that meant was you know they wake up early they do what they love but they do it with a purpose they do it with so much passion that they don't regret any moment because they're doing something so intentful that they love it right and not only that they they served a purpose in terms of their life family (laughs) mainly community and also valuing their customers Mm -hmm. all local right it's like local you know pizza shop dentist they're all localized but small medium-sized business owners and they're so passionate they put the bread their whole life on the line to serve the community so i love dealing with them and Mm -hmm. when i left at yellow pages and the last couple years were a little bit more challenging because people were spending less money than ever in advertising sales Mm -hmm. in traditional advertising and pivoting away to digital marketing Um, this google world was happening social media was happening and i wanted to either pivot to work at a bigger player like a google facebook or or try something myself right yeah with this now skill set of 10 years in advertising sales being top two percent for many years at Yellow Pages, now I kind of knew how to sell. So I, I used that skill set to start this agency, not knowing anything about SEO, but knowing that I can sell. So mm-hmm. I went out there, sold, got clients, and made sure that I had revenue to support a business. And yeah. from that, I then figured out how to do SEO. And it was okay. like ground floor again on uh-huh. the skill set that I need to, to learn, just like how I learned sales, 
I now had to learn SEO. And it's been eight years and I'm still learning. And (laughs) I I know there's great SEOers out there and I know I could be better. And so I'm always trying to learn from the best in different communities, going to conferences, read, absorb content, all the (laughs) stuff that makes you confident in whatever skill set that you have and possess. And now I'm very confident to explain it to (laughs) people about my journey and what it takes to actually do what you're passionate and you're meant to do, right? Yeah. Eight years of building now an agency from not knowing anything about SEO has brought a lot into like learning how to form a team, being a leader, making the impact, joining communities, like having fun along the way. Yeah, you know, and and so much. Thank you for sharing that because, I, you know, as I'm listening to your journey, the one thing that keeps coming out in your language, in, in your story, is that you're a learner. You're a lifelong learner. And for those of you who are listening and not watching this on YouTube, John is standing in front of his, basically his library, which, you know, we, off camera, we were starting to talk about all of the books that he's got on those on his shelves that I know that I've read. We've talked about, you know, who, not how, Rocket Fuel Traction, Thinking Grow Rich, uh, Five AM Club, all of these great books. And so, I, what I know about John is that because he's a reader, he's a leader, and he also has this growth mindset. And it's really one of the reasons why. I wanted to have him on the show today. So thank you, John, for, for sharing your story and, and really that journey of, of growth. How, how important then is your personal growth affecting and impacting your business growth? Talk a little bit about the correlation there, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, I think the big thing for me was I'm ultra curious, right? I'm mm. trying to figure out what does success mean? What does business ownership mean? Yeah. What does that bring you, right? Mm-hmm. And because I was lucky to then be able to work with thousands of business owners to know what it meant. And these people were mm. 60, 70, 80 year olds that were doing it for 10, 20, 50 years generationally, but they loved it. They, yeah. they still wake up every day with that burning desire to make a difference in that community, right? Yeah. And that's what brought me joy. Like I connected to that and it resonated with me. So I wanted to serve them. I wanted to help mm. them because there was a need there that they, they told me, right? So that's what my burning desire. Like I, I always try to absorb from learning from others. Yes, if I don't know the answer, I'll pick up a book and I'll mm-hmm. read because someone invested a lot of time and effort in their own life journey to write a book that may take years to publish. And yeah. it's like a 20-year biography of their skill set. And yeah. you have to understand the effort it takes to write a book. Mm-hmm. And if you understand some of these authors that are famous or not, no matter who it is, they're putting everything on the line. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean about that, as well as all the business owners I've met with. They put in so many hours, not just 10, 20,000 hours, but their lifeline, right? Like yeah. it, it's their blood, sweat, equity of everything they know is on the line. And they're serving that purpose of community, family, mm-hmm. and purpose, right? Yeah. And that's what life is about. So yeah. that growth of not just myself, <laughs> yeah, I absorb content all the time. I'm always picking people's brain and asking questions because I'm curious. But I also want to serve others, right? I want to help them. I Mm want to impact them. I want to give as much as I can because that's really rewarding at this stage of my life. 
Yeah, yeah. So that that personal growth then really is the the fuel for your business growth because there's a passion there. Is kind of what I'm hearing, and and I I think that there's a lot of business owners that feel that exact same way. And I know that when we talked a while ago, you talked about the community and the community aspect of of your work and and how and and you even alluded to it today. Um, you know, in the yellow pages uh, part of your story. It is that it was all local, obviously. I mean, the Yellow Pages, and for those of you who are not old enough to remember Yellow Pages, there was this big, thick book that would show up on your doorstep that was called the Yellow Pages. And it's this book you would go, you wouldn't, we didn't have Google back then. <laughs> we would go to these pages and we would look up. If we needed a plumber, we'd go to the P's and find the, the plumber. And <laughs> what John was doing was selling advertising in that book. So, okay, so with that out of the way, <laughs> Really, I mean, you know, you having access to those business owners in a community was, I, I think, you know, you shared with me, you know, really key to how you felt about your your own business and and really now using you know the the SEO and your marketing agency you you work with I know a lot of local businesses but you also look at work with uh, businesses that are outside your area how important is community to you and 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 even to what you feel like it contributes to your business growth i mean it's a, the heart of every city neighborhood and country right yeah um, the lifeline for small medium-sized businesses to offer up a product and service to serve their people which mm-hmm. are the valued customers they're serving a community whatever it's main street online whatever it is they're trying to serve their their base uh, or their tribe right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like people that want to buy their product and service and therefore, if you have customers that are interested in your product and services, and you build that community around them where they see value that they will continue coming back because you mm. keep giving them more or they you personalize, customize, you give them such a good, warm feeling that they, they're going to tell their friends and they're yeah. going to have that really personal relationship and they can't. You know, when when I love my pizza every week, I, I go to my neighborhood pizza shop, right? right. I feel not only do they provide great custom, uh, great product, but they're so personable. They know me by first name. Yeah. They love and they, they want to help because they want to, they ask about my family. Like <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That's great, right? And that's what community is all about. And then you go to not just on business level, but the park, community center, Mm-hmm. Any interest in hobby groups that you're a part of, like that's what it's all about, right? If you go to yeah. church or you go anywhere that yeah. has that sense of belonging, right? Yeah. And people that are like-minded following the same kind of routine or people like I have a young son. So we go to the park all the time and we talk to the parents that also support the social interaction, outdoor, fresh air, yeah. was, you know, hard during this pandemic, but we're like-minded, we're a community, right? That community harvest during this pandemic and globally understanding, yes, you serve a small business owner or not, Mm -hmm. entrepreneur, you're still local in a sense that you shop probably two to four kilometer radius Uh for everything you do from food, groceries, to all the, you know, discretionary products and all the services that you need from dental to hair to whatever people still need to service their community there's always businesses that serve that 
And mm-hmm. that's what molds that the, the city that we see and live in today. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that there's a lot of business owners right now that maybe discount the idea of, of community, even, even when it's, it's virtual, because there, there are communities that can be built even in a virtual world. Yeah. It's not the same as being, you know, face to face, but that community is, you used a really key word, I think, and that's belonging. And, and I guess my curiosity is like, how important is community tied to, or how, how is it tied to marketing? Because I know, obviously, this is your, you know, your expertise, you have a marketing agency. So how, how is that tied together, that community? And how important is it to an organization's marketing? You know, it, it all boils down to your values, right? Core values. And if you have a mindset of building a strong business mm-hmm. that supports your vision, and if you have a team, and if you're growing a team, and if you're a business owner, entrepreneur, depending if you're a solopreneur or you want to scale and get to 10, 20, 30 employees and X amount of revenue, 5X, 10X, it doesn't matter. You still need to have that vision. You yeah. need to understand who your ideal customers are, what is going on and how they purchase and who they hang out with, where do they reside, how they absorb content, what do they do for fun, right? Mm. That's how you get to learn about your people, right? And then you have your own people, which is internal staff, and you want to continue to harvest them with the skill sets and traits that you possess or the gaps that you're missing out on, but you're also forming a team. And that's Mm -hmm. also something that's interesting to build and form because you want to base it on your values. Oh, yeah. Once you start forming good values and, you know, ethically, morally, whatever that means, and it's different based on the culture, the, you know, different society, different region, whatever it may be, different persona that you want to go after. But Mm -hmm. understand, like, different people will do different things. And it's okay. You got to figure out what you want to do and own it. And be very proactive and intentful on what you want to do mm-hmm. with your life, your purpose, your community, with your business, your team, the people you hang out with, your family, your friends. Every day should be really focused and intentful. Yeah. If you really focus on how to do it properly and own it, I mean, love every moment of it so that you <laughs> wake up every day knowing that you're servicing, you know, making a difference in someone's life. Yeah. Even though it might be one person, it's still a difference, right? Yeah. That's what I've come to realize in the last many years of growing this business and in life, really. Live with a purpose. Live Mm -hmm. with a sense of urgency of making a difference. The more you give, the more you're going to receive when you least expect it. Yeah, for sure. Great sense of reward when you are able to do that. That's so true. That's so true. Uh, for those of you who who are listening, I mean, if you if you're not watching this on YouTube, you you gotta you can at least hear this in in John's voice. I mean, he is passionate, and he's passionate about what he does. And I I absolutely love that, John. What what are some things that have like contributed to your success in and your business growth? What are some things that you think of that if you could put you know one, two, or three things together? What's been the biggest thing that's contributed to to your success and your, your of your business? I mean, I, I don't think it's one. I think it's a multitude of things that are, you know, finding is one thing. 
Like you have to be aware and intentful and yeah. purposeful right. at stages of your business. Like at the beginning, you know, I was clueless in terms of how to run a business. <laughs> yes, I was good at sales. I didn't know anything about SEO. I made tons of mistakes because right. I had to go through the regret, failures, and mistakes to mm-hmm. have these waves, right, in business. So I, I made probably the first thing is going into business not knowing anything about SEO. I should have at least learned a little bit. But it also made me learn really quickly. So yeah, I don't sure. know if that's a good mistake or not. Yeah, sure. But at least I jumped in and I took action, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the second thing is hiring wrong. I took uh, a lot of mistakes on hiring on skill set and not on personality and value. Uh, so I yeah. took a long time to figure out. And I, I ro- hired so many wrong people early days because I need to fast track and learn about SEO as quickly as possible. So I hired made tons of mistakes because it didn't resonate personalities and so that was also something that i had to learn Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and then learning how to delegate and let go so Uh when you're in the business you're doing so many things and thinking you need to touch everything so the sooner i removed myself on a lot of these minuscule tasks and responsibilities and roles and having other people own up to it and letting them make mistakes and letting them grow and delegating more, it allowed me to free up my time and enjoy what I was doing more because mm. I own what, like, I love the growing aspect, learning, being more of a leader to help them evolve and grow as well. So yeah. you come to different stages in your life, in yeah. your business as well. And then now it's more about, you know, making a difference by working yeah. on your business, right? Like looking yeah. at marketing growth plan looking on how to amplify and different side projects, right? Like these things are exciting for me. And every stage in terms of that business growth has Mm -hmm. different, you know, ramifications, right? You got to devote and dedicate and you have to be willing to pivot and grow along the way. If you're stuck on one stage and you're not willing to let go, then you're going to be in that stage for a very long time. Right, right. You know, one of the things that you just said, just that contributed to your growth is delegation and learning to delegate. I, you know, I, I see this as I talk to a lot of leaders and delegation can be a, a challenging skill. What did you learn about delegation that you think is really key? And, and like, how would you talk to leaders who are just beginning to learn to delegate? What, what was key for you to be successful in that, in that skill? Uh, again, there's tons of books, there's a lot of <laughs> blogs and videos, but the key is what don't you like doing? Uh, okay. And what stresses you out every time thinking about it and actually doing it? Because you're mm-hmm. gonna invest a lot of stressful time doing yeah. something that you hate doing. Yeah. So removing it, acknowledging it first. And yeah. someone out there loves that task, loves yeah. that role responsibility. You just have to go out there and seek that person out. Mm. Make yeah. sure that they're in alignment with your vision, your goal, your mm-hmm. values, right? And the more you understand that, and the more you find kind of find people that resonate with you. And now we get a lot of internal referrals from employers, right? Like people mm-hmm. that seek uh, us out because they have a friend that works here or whatever they know. And that's the greatest way to build a culture, right? Of people that actually know what you're about. Mm-hmm. Because you have friends or people that have actually living it and breathing yeah. it, seeing it, right? And seeing yeah. how happy they are. Um so it took time. Like, don't it? It's a lot of mistakes. <laughs> it didn't happen overnight. I still yeah. make 
mistakes every day, right? Yeah. It's okay. It's it's making sure that you're moving forward, right? And failing yeah. forward. Talk about talk about those mis- like making mistakes because I think that I, I know that talking to leaders so often we don't want to make mistakes. We we want to be perfect. But what I'm hearing you say is that you were just diving in anyway, and almost I'm not gonna I'm, I may be putting words in your mouth, but almost like making mistakes on purpose. But it's just like you're just diving in, and you knew you were gonna make mistakes, but that was okay. So talk about talk about that process and and maybe even that mindset of saying that mistakes are okay because they're learning opportunities. So I I feel that sales skill when I was harvesting it for ten years. Yeah, my thick skin is about <laughs> a rejection, right? Yeah, and objections on a daily basis, yeah. and uncovering those opportunities. And it's okay to get yeah. rejected. Every yeah. day, like out of not 100 phone calls, 99 of them were hangups. It's yeah. how do you approach that next call that might be yeah. a good one? Yeah. And how do you stay positive and motivated, continue, you know, persevering, right? Mm-hmm. How I take on this business too. Like, yeah. yes, there's going to be failures. Yeah. Yes, there's going to be a lot of rejection handling. Yes, there's going to be mistakes. And hopefully mm-hmm. it doesn't impact your business to fold, right? Hopefully you have a buffer. <laughs> Hopefully you can accordingly. Hopefully you have some reserve in like a six-month poor, you know, money situation yeah. is a big uh, deciding factor, right? I bootstrap this business. It's mm. okay. Like there's different strategies. You can VC fund. You can find financing. I mean, if it's your baby, you'll put the time and effort and do whatever it takes to make sure it works. Yeah. And so therefore, my blood, sweat, equity is in this business. And yeah. I understand what it takes to be you know, doing what you love and continually wanting to grow and get better. Mm-hmm. Now I'm at a stage that I want to continually grow my team so that mm-hmm. they get better and become someone in their life, right? Yeah, so yeah. you can get to a different port, a part in your stages of your business, right? Yeah. Yes, I'm evolving, but I also want to see them evolve. And that makes yeah. me want to feel so much more accountable. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's so rewarding to see that they appreciate everything that you're trying to do to see them achieve whatever their goals and aspirations are. Yeah, John, that's wonderful. Thank you for sharing that. You know, one of the things that you said related to mistakes was was hiring some people for skills and maybe not, and I may be putting words in your mouth, but not for like that cultural fit. And I think that that's so important. You you just mentioned about culture and and really having that as a a component of your organization and and how important is that now to you to really drive your culture and and really hire for that as opposed to just skills it's so critical last couple of years we refined the process to ensure that whoever joins us or our tribe uh, or like yeah. us how right? do you do that like what what are what's your process to do so that our hr takes care of it. Uh, okay. our, our people who takes care of it right they know us they know me they know the people and i always say use your gut it's a mm-hmm. gut check and it's all about asking the right question giving situations letting no- them know like when challenges happen what do you do yeah how do you react mm-hmm. how do you solve problems how do you be independent how are you as a team player? Like these questions as a big company at Yellow Pages, I learned, right? Yeah. By yeah. having a book of business, dealing with my own clients, and then dealing with corporate 
and business. And then I was fully accountable. So mm-hmm. I was like a, a, a small business at Yellow Pages with a book of business. Okay. So it yeah, really yeah. It me in a sense that now I have something that I can work with, but starting from scratch without that backing of the brand and without that backing of like that whole systems and offering, you know, people behind it. I had to cultivate and build it myself. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's something that if, if there are leaders that are listening, you know, talking about the building the culture and building it on purpose and intentionally, that's, I mean, I think what you're just sharing is just, you're taking ownership for it. I think that there's a lot of leaders who miss that, that culture is their responsibility. And that's what I, you know, I hear you saying is that you took ownership for that. You took responsibility for that. And, and you put the things in place to be able to be very intentional with, with your culture. And it's so important to understand your people, your team, your staff, mm-hmm. probably more important than any of your clients. Yeah. If you take care of your people, they will take care of your clients. Uh, people do it the opposite, right? Yeah. Where they take care of the clients and they don't really take care of the people. Well, for me, it's Good. reversed because I understand the importance of treating your people like family. Mm. And more so than ever, it's my responsibility to ensure that they have, have equipped training and well-versed on the process systems and and hold themselves accountable because I I treat them like family and they have to treat the clients the way they feel that like they're the business owner, right? And the more you get that out of them and they feel it, they have a sense of well purpose, right? Like everyone Mm -hmm. owns up to it. And yes, it took years to harvest this, but it's the constant, you know, habit, constant, training, constant meeting, mm-hmm. constant, you know, wanting to serve them, understanding their goals, aspirations, and helping them get to that. And the more you actually fulfill their dreams, the more they trust you, the more they're going to give more to you, the more they're going to work 120% out of the 80% that most employees work. That's what it takes, right? You got to really yeah. take care of your people. Yeah, I so, so love that, John, you know, taking care of your people, and then they'll take care of your customers. And I think that so often, we we get that wrong in, in the business world. I think it's changing. I mean, I really do. I think it's changing, you know, people like Simon Sinek, who, you know, recognize that there's a different game to be played in the world of business. And it's it's really about just continuing the game and keeping, you know, playing that infinite game, as he talks about. And I think that what you're describing is really a model for all, all all business owners to be able to follow. And that is take care of your people and and help them to grow. I, I just, I, I really, really love that. John, What I, I want to be respectful of your time. What, what are a couple of things that you would love to be able to share about the things that you're doing that could help other businesses to, to really grow and to really make the most out of their organization? What, like, what are some things that maybe even that you help other organizations do through your marketing agency? Yeah, so I, I started this agency just offering SEO services. So okay. for the listeners that don't know what SEO is, yeah. search engine optimization. Yeah. If you have a website, which is probably the biggest asset piece for a lot of business owners today, yeah. I help you rank organically or naturally on that first page of Google and position you as a thought leader, a authoritative mm-hmm. figure, and therefore you dominate for a lot of the keywords that people are seeking you out for, the products mm-hmm. and services. So I deal with a lot of small, medium-sized businesses because that's my tribe. Right? Yeah, and it yeah. resonates with me. 
And that's all I've been doing for the last eight years. And yes, I build websites, but most importantly, we're a boutique agency full service to take care of every aspect that's important to the, for that SEO campaign. That includes everything from technical web dev, <laughs> web design and development, some of the content, writing, blog services. We have videographers, images, people. We have social media managers, link builders. We have okay. everything to really <laughs> do a proper SEO campaign. Okay. Because what I did was I brought what the big brands were doing, in-house, outsource, freelance, whatever, brought it to the small, medium-sized business owners and do it really well so that we can compete with any small, medium-sized business to market okay. and dominate. Okay. So, And we're trying to offer it at a, a value prop that is lucrative for the small, medium-sized businesses because mm -hmm. I, I feel that th that's my champ. Like That's who I want to help. More yeah. so than the big brands. They don't need sure. more help, right? They're already right. making a lot of money for the, the wealthy and shareholders. Yeah. So the small mediums guys are the ones <laughs> that resonate with me. And for me, it's about just servicing good business owners, good humans that yeah. understand that the, they need help. They need some yeah. presence. They need some help getting found. And they understand that online marketing piece is a weakness of theirs once they mm -hmm. acknowledge it once they've been in business for a while that's them to figure out right like mm -hmm. i just want to serve them the best way we can because we have a really good track record we have a good team and we enjoy what we're doing mm -hmm. and we really enjoy the new people because we vet them as much as they vet us to ensure uh -huh. that it's a good fit sure so everyone who reaches out is going to be a good fit it's more about making sure just like you vet your team they're going to be a good relationship partner that's going to be here for the long term. Yeah. And that's what we've done for so many years, right? We've gotten better in terms of like the process. Yeah. Get, getting good at asking and probing the right questions, fact-finding, problem-solving, all this stuff. And it's fun, right? Like as long as you continue enjoying what you're doing, and I'm still as passionate as I am when I first started the company. Mm, and people can yeah. see that. My team can see it. And <laughs> right. there's a lot of different projects. So yes, SEO is my big thing. We have a podcast, Local SEO Today. Been doing it for two and a half years to educate, inform, very similar to you, David. Yeah. Fun project. And then there's other things I'm working on, like I'm building a community. I'm also going to work on a video channel, like YouTube channel. Um, I'm working on a book. Oh, um, nice. <laughs> so a lot of little side projects, but it allows me because now I can free up time from all the other stuff that was on the business right like now mm -hmm. that i'm marketing and growing another aspect that i'm going to start working on is more presentations once okay. things open up again sure. um, i might hire a coach to really focus on doing it well the mm -hmm. right way all the sure. time right and just like anything like writing a book there's great people that have already done it just hire someone that has <laughs> done it do it properly the first time because that's what i've learned right yeah, that's how people don't do it themselves. They just hire people yeah. that have already done it that can help them along the way. Well, and to me, what I'm hearing through all of this conversation is really about that book that's over your left shoulder, Who Not How. You, you really have bought into having 
the ability to find the right person to delegate to and to really be able to allow them to do those tasks that only they can uniquely do. And then that allows you to be able to really live into your unique ability and, and do those things that only you are uniquely capable of. Yeah, it's the freedom, right? And it's the lifestyle choice that you want to bring out of whatever goals you have, right? Yeah. Everyone has limitations. They have time restraints. They have Mm -hmm. financial system restraints. There's so many different limitations. You make the most of your life. We're very fortunate to be living in North America with choice. Right. There's a lot of different nations out there that would love the opportunity just to be here. Yeah. Live in a place that there's no conflict or Mm -hmm. restriction or surveillance. Like us, we are free to do a lot of things. And therefore, you got to take it and do something with that choice. My parents left Vietnam because of the war. Yeah. Sacrificing the whole life for us. Yeah. Just trying to live the dream of what I (laughs) think everyone is capable of here in North America, right? Yeah. so I always reflect, I always look at like different countries and I look at like third world countries and different places. And I'm like, wow, how can I help those people? How can mm-hmm. I make a difference in their lives? How can I, yeah. you know, make even small difference, right? How can I make an impact? Not just people here in this culture in North America, but those cultures in different yeah. nations, because they're the ones suffering more than anything. And giving them an opportunity would be a great uh, opportunity. So I mentor a lot of like new immigrants to oh, cool. get them more, you know, abreast of how the culture and resources and access and letting them <laughs> in on how things work here, which is different from different countries, right? Yeah. It's so rewarding for me to do that because it's like giving back. Yeah, absolutely. John, thank you so much for sharing the time with uh, with me here and our, with our listeners in this episode, because you have such an energy that's about you and, and that quest for growth and that quest for learning that I just wanted to be able to share with my community and the listeners that that tune into my podcast, because you're doing it, man. And you're, you're, you've built a company, you're growing your company, you've been able to really learn some things along the way. And I, I just love the, the lessons that you've learned and some of the things that you've you've shared. There's so much good in this conversation that I just, I'm grateful for your uh, coming on to this, this podcast. Well, thank you for the opportunity, David. And one last thing. Yeah. Just enjoy the moment. So I know a lot of people are like rushing and yeah. trying to grow really fast, 10x and do things as fast as possible. Slow down, live presently. I love that. The more you breathe, the more you meditate, the more you reflect, the more you actually live with a sense of understanding that your time is, you know, restricted, right? So make the most of your time and put in the time and energy that feels, you know, that you can do for that given time. Like if you're going to work, give it eight hours of your best time and then live, which is if it's travel or hobbies, spend time with family, friends, go out, socialize do it presently go hang out go play right yeah have fun like life that's what (laughs) life is right you gotta live life i travel i hang out with friends i like business is great i I love taking care of my people i love taking care of my clients but i live this lifestyle that just having fun like yeah what life is about yeah, for sure, man. You embody the whole idea of, you know, growth 
from a business perspective, growth from a team perspective, growth from an individual perspective. And really, uh, that's really one of the reasons why I wanted to have you come on, because I wanted people to catch that enthusiasm and, and really hear that energy and, and that uh, vibrancy. And, and, and you're so right, being in the moment and really living life, not necessarily living you know, into the future or living in the past or living, you know, looking scary, staring at a screen. But it's it's times like these when we're really connecting human to human, I think is so important. And so I'm really glad that you you shared that, John. Where can people get a hold of you? How can we, how can we connect with you? Especially if we want more information about, you know, your marketing services, your uh, SEO services. I'd love to, to be able to have you share that with the uh, with the community. Yeah, definitely. You can check out the website. It's www.localseosearch.ca. Okay. Uh, so based in Toronto, Canada. Uh, yeah. We also own the .com, but okay. it's not as updated as the .com. Yes. And then we have our podcast, Local SEO Today. And it's a lot of fun because two and a half years of just talking about you know tips and tricks and helping business owners and everything is about like making an impact helping small business owners you know get through some of the challenges less mistakes hopefully yeah. grow and inspire to be better bigger making an impact in people's lives love it love it john thanks again so much for being here and uh, appreciate your time and sharing your journey with us today thanks a lot david for having me had a lot of fun well, I hope that you got as much from that as I did. You know, John really shared some gold in that conversation. And I'd love to hear from you what you took from it. I especially love hearing from business owners who are being intentional about developing their people and their culture. And, and if you know a business owner or a leader that you think that I should have on the show and, and share their story, please send me a note and uh, send it to admin at davidmcglennon.com and tell me all about them. I'd love an introduction. Now, next week, we have on the show Melanie Texador, who shares some really great tips and tools to grow a company and a team. Be sure to come back for that. But for now, remain in the growth space and be well. 